Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. deep underground in a questionably constructed survivalist bunker is Dave Chafins and Kenneth Vigue, and your host as always, Mr. Robots. This episode of the Fallout Hub is brought to you by the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Open enrollment for advanced robotics courses starts now. Totally nothing sketchy going on. Nope, not at all. How about that? That's a good thing. That's that, that you, you make, Dave, when we aren't actually live. But we are. Oh. Welcome, everybody. This is the Fallout Hub, and that's the face Dave makes every episode before we actually are live. That's what you get to experience when you join us for the live show when Dave doesn't think we're live. So there you go. Hey, this is the show where we cover all the things about Fallout 76 and the current state of the game and all that kind of stuff. I'm your host, Tom of Robots, and I'm here as usual with my good buddies, Dave Crazy Face Chaffins. What's up, Dave? How you doing? Um, it's, it's well. If I was a raider, I think that would be a good name. Dave Crazy Face. Crazy Face? Crazy Face Dave. It's crazy face. He's got a crazy face. He's going to stab you with a toothpick. He's going to stab you with his face. You better watch out for Crayfay. He's coming. He's coming. He's going to get you. He's going to get you. And then uh, we've also got Ken, Chad76, podcast, hat, glasses, chair, Vigue. There you go. That's hat, glasses, chair. That's that's your Raider name. I feel like I'm going to die in the first five minutes of any quest. <laughs> this, what? Wait, what? <laughs> that's not a winning Raider name. That Raider no. isn't going to make it out of a scrap. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, I don't. Mm, I wonder what your backstory is to have gotten that nickname as a raider. Uh, that's mm-hmm. had glass the chair. Don't mess with him. Um, he probably he, rolled over somebody like accidentally and like broke their leg. And they're like, oh man, that's yeah, terrible. Maybe, maybe you're so badass that you killed a man with a hat, glasses, and and a chair. You're like a raider version of Odd Job from James Bond. Uh huh. <laughs> right. Or John Wick, like you just kill a man with a pencil. Or Transformer. Oh. Like I just, I, I need all my pieces like Voltron in order yeah. to turn into a Super Raider. 
Like you need the glasses, the hat, and the chair. And the chair. And, and then you're just you're like, like you're powered chunk, up. Chunk. I feel like this show gets more and more weird every episode. I feel like we just like we're just slipping further and further into some sort of weird alternate dimension where we just I mean, at least uh, here's the thing. Here's we were the thing. talking wild wasteland us. encounters just before we went live. So, you know, we were and we're it's on topic. It's, in, it's we're talking. We're always talking about fallout in some way. Um, but maybe, you know, can I think you as uh, both a Voltron and the odd job of Raiders? All right. Can I can I come up with a new brilliant idea? Yes. Them? Mm hmm. OK, well, here's here's what this episode is about, because usually you have to say that at the beginning of the show so they know to stay and listen to the rest of the episode. This episode, we're going to be giving you an update on Fallout for Hope because it's going awesome. Fallout for Hope is happening this week still. And it started last week and it's still going. And you guys are freaking amazing because you're raising money to help the chi- the children with their with with life saving medical stuff, which is just amazing because the Fallout community, you guys are the best and you're doing an awesome job. Good job. Give everybody just give yourself pats on the back because you guys are the best. And we're going to update you on that. And then also we're going to be talking about the latest update for Fallout 76 because that's also awesome and has to do with our favorite insects. So we're going to be talking about that as well. But here's my pitch for uh, Dave, Dave Chaffins from the Internet's Wacky Wasteland secret things he's doing. And we we were pitching ideas. And here's my idea. Ready? Wacky Wasteland thing that's going to happen is you're going to come across a bomb-carrying super mutant with a mini-nuke. But instead of a super mutant, it's going to be a sheep squatch dressed as a super mutant riding on top of a radstag. That's it. I mean, okay. If if I no. saw, I mean, if we if we think about this, and I saw a super mutant, oh my god, oh my god, oh, and it's going to look just like Ken is. Ken about. literally has a a um, uh, it is a deer mask, but I don't know if it's representative of deers. Mm-hmm. Um, this and, this is a a dobster cryptid. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Oh, it's. <laughs> All right. This is good audio content right here. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> what does he sound like? Do it again. Do, hey, do the voice. Hey, hey, Dave. How's it going? I hope you have a stim pack for me. <laughs> He's wounded. He needs help, Dave. You got to give him a stim pack. He has, he has a mustache and I put a unibrow on. <laughs> oh, wow. Is it's that what he is? And the unibrow the same thing? Oh, no. I can see it. It's on his nose. It's just dark. Oh, there's a, yeah, you can't really see it because his nose is I mean, dark. a unibrow is kind of a mustache for your eyes. Um, what's its name? Uh, Sarah. Um, Sarah, do you believe in the power of Christmas? <laughs> well, Dave, I think it's in the heart of all of us. And and last question for you, uh, Mister uh, or Mister Sarah. Um, do you believe in the power of Mothman? You know too much. <laughs> oh, can I ask a question? Okay. Mr. Sarah, do you, do you believe in a thing called love? <laughs> oh. 
Some, some solid audio content there. Wow. If I could rate this episode, it's a 10. Um, this, oh, yeah, we are off the 10. scale. Off the scale. Um, all right, I've got one more one more scenario for your, for your game. Are you ready for okay. it? <laughs> okay, yes, I'm ready for it. Um, in the distance, you see a giant hulking creature. And it looks kind of like kind of like a, a death claw, except it's furry. It's the furry death claws from Fallout 2. It's one of them. And he's walking around, but he turns to you and he has with him a Brahmin. And the Brahmin is packed full of gear. And he looks at you and goes, Hello, would you like to buy some merchandise? And it's just he's just trading, he's just a trader. He's just walking okay, around. So he's just like a mean looking dude that's gonna that's gonna trade you some stuff, you know. Right. He's just like don't judge a book by its cover. Right. That's the that's the lesson. That's the lesson. Mm-hmm. But you don't know that right away because he looks scary. And fluffy. Mm. Mm. I would take all of this under consideration, Tom. Um, and they uh, talk. that's the thing. The furry death claws can talk. Oh, this, this is the fur. This is real lore. This is real lore, by the way. I'm not making this up. The furry death claws from Fallout 2 can talk. Like I'm not. I'm not joking. This I I, I don't believe you. Um, no, no. I'm 100 serious. This is what a real you thing. Know. I don't believe you. Um, no, this is, I, I'm uh, like I'm serious. Go like I did an okay. This is real. I mean, this is a hundred percent real. This is a real thing. Just like their fur, hundred percent real. Yeah, right. I went to a Louis Vuitton department store once. Wasn't real any of it. They don't. They don't skin furry death claws for Louis Vuitton. I think Tim or, Kane has said that the whole lore about the talking death claw. Is is really just three small people in in a in, a, in, a, in like a furry dinosaur outfit, like a dinosaur oh with a fur coat on. Oh god, yeah. boots yeah. with the fur. Mm. That's what that song's about. Okay, so uh, how's the Fallout for Hope drive going, Kennethy? Hard. Let's do a hard turn. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, over at St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. <laughs> Um, yeah, we started, uh, last Saturday, uh, a week in a couple of days from now. Uh, I'm quite tired. <laughs> I am mentally exhausted. We did this, uh, for a week last year and we're doing it for two weeks this year. Um, the fallout community has raised an absolutely astounding $120,757 and 45 cents. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah that's really fantastic. Really pops it off. Yeah, the uh, I mean, St. Jude's is is thrilled. Um, we raised most of that in the first day. Um, sorry, the first few days of the week. Um, once Oxhorn and Many a True Nerd came on board, there was approximately $50,000 that they raised. Um, and then Dr. Lupo, the mega streamer, had dropped by and um, donated, I think, almost $10,000 as part of Claws for My Cause, I think it's called, um, that they did in conjunction with Tiltify, which is supported, I think, by corporate partners. And, um, wow. Yeah, but that that blew a lot of people. Um, that surprised a lot of people as far as, like, just blowing up past their goals yesterday. Um, yeah. Hot dog. Yeah, so it's, 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 crazy. it's going really well. That's amazing. Good job, everybody. And thank you to um, thank you to all the not only everybody who's donated, but all of the support from everybody, not just the big streamers, the big no. content 
creators, but every single person who has taken time uh, from a content creator standpoint, everybody who streams, everybody who makes content, everybody who has taken the time to post a link to create some content to share it with their community, everyone who has helped to raise even a dollar because it all it all adds up. You've all added to this total, and that that really is amazing. Every little dollar has added up. So. It is, yeah, and every single dollar matters. There's 318 of us streaming this year worldwide. Um, it's, it's just a massive effort by so many people in the community, and it's it's absolutely amazing to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's no amount that's too small because uh, you know for every child, every family that has been in need of that, you can't say you know like oh somebody donated five dollars, and at no point are they going to go oh well. Yeah, we didn't need that money. You know, right. like every single time they're going to go, oh, my God, thank you so much. It all matters. <laughs> it all matters. It all absolutely matters. So that, that is amazing. And th- it's still going. We've still got, you know, days. Yeah. Six, what are some of the big highlights that, that you've got 19, for right? the rest We're, of the week? It's, it is the 14th right now while we're recording this. So yeah. it goes yeah. until the next. So, so we have five days. Yeah, it goes the- until the 19th, and then technically the 20th is the last day. That's when we do thank yous, uh, the drawings from our partners, uh, Noble Chair, as Xbox, uh, Popart, uh, and the Bethesda giveaways. Um, most of the, the main stage programming we've finished with, um, we will be doing a really, really epic event, the one I've been most excited for uh, and, and stressed out for which is a live in-game production of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol with the voice actors from Fallout 3, 4, and 76, um, including people like Wes Johnson, Jan Johns, um, Mike, uh, and Craig Seckler, um, Courtney Taylor, who played the female soul survivor, the voiced character in Fallout 4. Wow. Um, yeah, absolutely just insane talent there. And then Pete Hines is going to be playing Jacob Marley and uh, our good friend Wes Johnson is going to be playing Scrooge. Perfect. Perfect. Casting. That's so good. Yeah. He's he's really getting into the role. He's loving it. We did. uh, Did he like knock a kid down this week? Like what do you, (laughs) (laughs) he's, he's just living the role already. He's he's just just like method acting at home. You know, Dave, it's a lot of walking into people's homes and substituting their light creamer with like non-dairy powdered uh, stuff, just mixed with Mm -hmm. water, just pouring Mm -hmm. it right back into the container. It's that kind of thing. You know, the typical Scrooge behavior. Yeah, he, he like open his windows and just yell out, "Get back to work!" At like like dogs on walks or whatever. Yeah, he answered, that's what. Bah humbug. Cell phone rings. He answers, "Bah humbug." Yeah, it's great. A lot of that. Yeah, so that's going to be this Friday at six. Um, Saturday uh, all day is going to be the Fallout uh, for Hope a uh, Jingle Ball event, which is an all day music raid train. Uh, Fenwa Turian is producing that, and that's just going from from person to person. There's going to be live in-game DJs as well as Twitch streamed uh, original music, Fallout covers, classic holiday songs. That's going to be fun on Saturday, and then Sunday we're going to finish off with uh, the Fallout for Hope Holiday and Lights Parade that Jessica Starr and Treads from the Elgato Pub are producing, which is um, just a whole bunch like Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade style floats done in 76 so they'll be going from camp to camp along the parade route checking out some of the massive builds that people have done that would you would find in a parade nice yeah 
Nice. So still some fun stuff to come. Yeah. Very cool. Very, very cool. You've done well, an excellent job. And all the people that have been working with you um, and, and with the Fallout for Hope team have been like really top shelf. So yes. Good stuff for everyone. Steph this year made all of this possible. <laughs> Falls, Cobalt, uh, it's Cosmic Nicole, Clint, um, Lady Goggles, everyone that's been really helping out there. Yeah. Yeah. Top top stuff and it's fun to see how far this will go i mean we've you know already gotten past the hundred thousand that was the initial goal and now we're just we're just seeing how much further we can take it right yep. so last year just, we raised a hundred and six thousand and and you know we've we've passed that so yeah this is fun this is fun we're gonna see how far it gets and um and again just a big humongous thank you to the community um this is I mean, this is really what this well this time of year is about but this is what the community is about this is what you know playing games together enjoying a fandom together and you know uh, so many people there's so much and you know we posted about this before on on twitter and there's so much negativity in the press about oh people playing violent video games and the things that that brings and and what, what they don't pay attention to is that this is a fandom just like anything else Nobody talks about, you know, like, oh, the Iron Man or Captain America movie is violent and it makes people do violent things, you know, and but like, you know, what the heck? Every you know? year I, I have to fight to get anybody to cover the what we're doing. Yeah. Which yeah. real people care about, but because it doesn't drive clicks, uh, unfortunately, wholesome stories tend not to, you know, yeah. it's it's a little difficult sometimes to get their attention. If you need me to like slap somebody or like to, <laughs> to make like a takedown some video of somebody, I'm happy to in the name of charity. Um, if that requires, I mean, we can probably fit, like, I can probably take down Tom. I can probably be like, be hilarious. For Tom you wears a red to... shirt because he's, he's hiding things. Yeah. That's, that's what we need to do. Tom and we Dave just to... stage some fake fallout community drama. <laughs> we need to, I mean, we need Thomas to... had experience with staging um, some fake fallout drama. In fact, that's true. Here's, here's what we need to do. We need to create a TikTok account where we physically run around in public and take people down, like run up behind them and body slam them and yell fallout for hope. People, people would click that stuff and then that would get attention. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how relevant that is. That's not a genius idea. No. Yeah. Oh no! Here comes Sarah oh. again. Sarah's oh, back. Jesus Christ, Tom! What the What the hell's wrong with you? No, none of that. Calm, calm down, Sarah. No, uh, we could run around in. Uh, this is be even better in vault suits with a vault boy masks, body slamming people, and then yelling "Fallout for Hope." That's more on brand. It'd be funny if every time you tackled someone, though, you just had really loud speakers wired inside your mascot outfit and you had the classic level up noise. So every time you assault someone, they, they just hear the go. level up noise. Right. Yeah. But it has to have the tackling thing. It does. I feel like we're in a always sunny uh, conversation right now. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Mm. Okay. Here's the here's the thing. I, let, I want everybody to know that the uh, the offshoots today have not been my doing, but just my presence in general brings. I know, the I know Tom's. Tom's like my, no. I've like poisoned this show. Tom's like um, let's keep this on topic. <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's definitely not my fault. So uh, 
I think we've moved on from Fallout for Hope. Hey, you guys want to talk about the new update? Or yeah. the moth stuff speaking, in Fallout 76? Yeah, speaking mm-hmm. of, part of Fallout for Hope, Tom and I got to hang out with Carl McKevitt. Um, mm-hmm. And good Lord, I'm tired and I'm forgetting his name. Uh, uh, what was his name? Let's look. John Rush. Yes, I'm yep. so bad at names. I am too, and I'm also tired. <laughs> Carl McEvitt, uh, the Fallout senior quest designer, and uh, John Rush, who's the art director. Um, so we did that event last Wednesday, um, and that was a heck of a lot of fun running that new event with them. Yes, and um, that will be up. It's uh, currently, we have to, whenever we do stuff with them, we have to send the footage back to Bethesda. They have to give it the AOK, give it like a final, like, hey, this edited version is 100% good to post and all of that, and that's going to be up on official channels. It'll also be, it was supposed to be the uh, Fallout Lorecast episode this last week, but that's why an episode hasn't been up yet. Um, so we're hoping to get that up sometime soon. Uh, but it was a great conversation. These, yeah. these guys, a lot of, we, we were able to ask a lot of questions about the, uh, the recent content and content creation in general when it came to um, their specific roles, you know, art directing and uh, quest design. And all of that stuff, we got to kind of peek behind the curtain a little bit, Fallout 76, and and talk about what they were doing and, and the content that they were creating for, for the recent event. So lots of cool stuff. And and we got to play the event with them, like the day that it, it dropped. Dave, have you played it yet? I have. I, so I played it. Um, I, I've played it a few times this weekend. Um, unfortunately, the end of the year uh, for work is incredibly busy. So my evenings have been trying to recover from that and not i mean you're fine I, that that yeah. the evening that we did it with them was the only time that i've had to play the that game you've had 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 chance to play it i've played it maybe three times because i'm like when is it going to start and then i look up the thing and it's like every hour on the hour and i'm like okay but then yeah. i'm like all right i'm gonna log on just to just to play the event and then i'm gonna log off and then i miss that time frame and i'm like oh maybe the next hour and i'm like oh forget it maybe the next um but uh I had, I had a different thought. Oh, uh, my favorite, absolute favorite thing about Carl McEvitt is one time we were playing a trivia show together, and then um, he got a question that was based around um, the Scorched, and uh, he said something that wasn't correct in the lore, and I corrected him. And let me tell you something. If there was, like, a flower to put in my crown, that would be it, is correcting the quest designer from Bethesda on the lore Fallout, which is, like, the best, like, white guy will actually I could possibly do. So I just I just want to want to make that known. That didn't make the cutting room uh, floor for the for the video, but it happened. I was there. Yeah, nice. So, what did you think about the event? The event, uh, I thought it was. I thought it was great. It's really cool that they have um, they've made like visually they've made um, Point Pleasant a location. Um, before it was just kind of a town with the Mothman Museum in it. Um, th- there wasn't really you know that much involving Mothman. Like it, it has this big. Um, logo on on the map that just says like mothman or point pleasant or whatever um that's denoting that and i think that the changes they made to the area even before the event starts look really cool um, yeah to have, to have the cultists kind of walking around to have it be um kind of like an active area where it seems like it seems like there's something going down it seems like that there's like a mothman stuff is like abound in that area uh, even so as think- you approach the bridges you see like like the vines and like the wood stuff, the carvings and things that they, that they've built around there. Like it gives you this kind of ominous, like, Oh, what's going on here? Did somebody build this? Did like, is this a camp? What is, what is this? You get kind of this like, okay, something's happening. Yeah. It's super creepy. Yeah. 
Um, I think it, it, one of the, one of the nice things is the addition with the shared loot system, um, which I, I, I particularly like of, um, just being able to, to share loot during an event, um, to do yeah. the, the, the multiple pickups. I think having a big event like this also showcases some of the quality of life stuff that they do. So even though it's not particularly this event, like you notice it more just because you're doing something. Um, yeah. I think that's um, all really cool. On that note, the, uh, typically, Sites like Reddit are notoriously negative. Even when something is positive, you'll get more of the negative tone of, of things. Reddit, the subreddits for Fallout 76 and Fallout in general have been just clamoring with positive feedback, especially about the loot system. Like they're just like over the moon about that stuff. Yeah, that area looting, both of which for me, just massive quality of life improvements. That would have been yeah. amazing to have from day one. Yeah, it seems like the best thing they've added <laughs> in like the last year and a half, if you just right. look at kind of the internet response right now. How many times have you tagged an enemy and then had a friend that, that wants to, to get it or have somebody a team and you're like over, you're like pointing, you're like trying to be like, over yeah, here, go kill over the here. Star. And then somebody like walks in and just like racks the enemy and you're like, uh, it, it was here, I promise you. <laughs> yeah. Just particularly uranium fever. That one has always been a problem. Yeah. Any of those events. Yeah. yeah uranium fever, especially because all of those like different rooms and how they, and like it's impossible to tell mole miners apart. Um, you have to look out for the emotes through the wall. Like you're trying to echo locate like a bat. <laughs> yeah. Where is it? Um, the event though, like the, the, the mechanics of the event are really cool. Um, I, it kind of gives you enough things to do. Um, oftentimes I get put out with the parade in, um, uh, Fosnot where it's like, you gotta hold the parade and that's kind of like a moving target that sometimes people forget about the back or forget about the front, but having the stations with the pyres and saying, it's like, okay, you got to defend this particular area you generally can you know, like if there's like two people there you're like all right that's that's good enough i can move on to a different area um and just kind of hang out and you're always doing something there's always something active there um i, th I think it's i think it's a really cool event um i want it's i just want more i just <laughs> i need more of mothman like the the um the cultists and and the lore and this dude at the big head and you know all of his little friends <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. it's really interesting to see this different kind of direction in terms of a new event that we get. To me, for the first time, I think in a while, this felt a little more imaginative and involved. And I think maybe because it, it checked off so many different boxes, it had some really cool new lore. We got some interesting new new enemies and NPCs with a really cool backstory. We had a world-changing environmental effect where, yep. you know, after inhaling the dust, you know, you're tripping out. That was really cool. I um, did, before you before you go on, I did see a Reddit thread on the Fallout 76 Reddit that was uh, essentially saying that um, what people are breathing is actually DMT. I and saw that and I was like, what? It was like, it like went into detail of like, and I don't, I don't know that much about drugs. Uh, my, 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 my experience is very limited, uh, but it was like why that is exactly moth DMT. And I am like, these people have done their homework. Huh. They went into it. Someone on Reddit like, yes, I'm a moth enthusiast. And I know my dust. Yeah. When you sniff their wings, you get just like these, these crazy trips, man. This moth trips. Huh. I did not. I did not realize that. 
There's okay. a thread of thread um, out there. If you look at the probably top post for the past week, you'll you'll see it because it's generally the stuff that's like particularly off color like that. It's all the upvotes. Um, you can also <laughs> just probably search DMT on the Fallout 76 Reddit, and that will be the only thing that comes up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, and uh, the other thing that people have been pretty positive about as well is the uh, the gear and the like rewards from the event. Mm. People seem to to really like the um, <clears throat> uh, some of the the outfits and and plans and things that you get from it. Yeah, you got anything cool yet? I know you, we we all haven't had a lot of time to play, but um, I got the full cultist. Um, it's like the one where it looks they look kind of like, they're like sexy cultists, like they got a little like midriff showing. It's mm. like you know. And everybody, for some reason, depending on what army you have, everybody seems like they have like little more abs in that. And they've like got like a little more, a little more something good going on. You, you know, know, you got, you, that's the, that's the, that's that good Mothman juju. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flapping those wings takes a lot of core strength. Uh, so. Maybe that's the uh, DMT and weight loss. I mean, maybe <laughs> that's like the, the big you, th- the thing. Well, you would think it makes you more hungry. Could be. It could be. Um, so I, I've gotten the main, the like uh, that outfit, but I want the big robes with the little Mothman eye, like head with the glowing eyes. I really want that. Um, mm-hmm. That that's like key to me. Uh, I believe that Tom uh-huh. has been lost, and that is okay um, because he never liked me, anyways. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what happened. Tom I'm was back. incredibly offended. Tom was incredibly offended by um, by my Mothman um, once. Um, he said that Dave wants too many things. Uh, what was, about you all? That was what me off. Have you gotten anything from the Mothman event that you're like, oh? I got like, I got the so. Stein, and I'm not a yeah. yeah, I'm not a big fan of the Steins. I am really excited about the yeah. new outfits with like the really cute little Mothman with the glowy eyes brooch mm-hmm. thingy. It's adorable. I wonder if it's like just a decoration with glowy eyes or if it's like un petit moth. <laughs> un petit. It's all French. Un petit moth. Bonjour. You know, when they make companions, they're going to they're gonna make like a little moth man, you know? I, I want one. Like yeah. Now you can uh, you can find little mothman hatchlings. Um, I, I want one my camp yes i yeah. think that would be cool too um i do like the the hoods the way the hoods fit and the fact that like the face stuff actually fits inside the hoods now yeah have you noticed that it's yeah. not like um in elder scrolls where you wear the arc mage's robe and then that of one dragon helmet and then your face disappears <laughs> yeah yeah it's not like that um or things like clip weirdly through stuff like yeah yeah, it, things actually. Helmet, your mullet showing, and you're like, my mullet should be inside the helmet. Thank you very much. Right? Yeah. There's no hole in the back for my mullet to go through. What's going on with that? Also, mullets are coming back. Have you heard about this? Yeah, I I've, I haven't heard about it, but I've seen it. Yeah. What's with that? Is that is this is this supposed to happen? Would you like to hear the theory of the trend cycle, Tom? Well, I know I know trend cycles, but like. Am I not supposed to make fun of mullets anymore? Is, well, that, is that like not PC? Am I bad now? They've become the old man that yells at clouds. They've become the shullet. The wait, the what? The new mullet is the shullet. Wait, wait, what is that? It's a combination of a shag with a mullet. 
Oh. What you get is really PC texture and maybe not so much party in the back. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. I don't think I can convince my wife that that would be a look I should go for. I think maybe if I was in college and still in the fraternity, that might be like the fun thing to do. But but those days are are long gone. Yeah. 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 No, she wouldn't go for that. She'd be like, yeah, the people that we're going to be hanging out with won't understand. You can't do that. (laughs) I'll be like, oh, come on. She'll be like, no, it doesn't look as cool as you think it does. And And I would be like, I don't think it looks cool. That's the point. And then she would be like, yeah, definitely. You can't do that. <laughs> part of it. Part of it. Um, uh, other than your wife and what she thinks about the shullet, um, what, what, what are we talking about? Mothman? Let's yeah. Back to that. Is there anything else going on uh, with, with the uh, recent updates and the events that we haven't covered? I don't think so. That's kind of yeah. We know we have oh. got the, the holiday scorched coming next week. We have the holiday yeah. scorched. Um, there's a new season. Um, did you guys see any rewards in the new season that you liked? I, I scanned over them all. You know, nothing really stood out uh, other than the like the finale, the season finale with the skull. Like, <laughs> yeah, Martin. it looks like a mix of Skeletor and Mister Freeze. I am here for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's intense. I'm not sure where your head actually goes because it looks like a, I don't know, like a projected image of a skull or something. It, I don't know it, how that works. Doesn't, Tom, you respawn when you die. In real life, you don't respawn. Um, so it, it's all it's all good and dandy. It's all fine. Okay. Portal to another dimension that you put your head into. I'm actually I, really excited about the Mistress of Mystery building set. Yes, that, that does look good. I haven't seen any buildings with it. I haven't looked that up, um, but it seems interesting. I always like them when they, when they add a new building set, I missed the Halloween building set, which I'm kicking myself. Oh for, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I made sure to grab that one. Yeah. They dropped the new shelter, um, which is another cool little cave. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. I saw that. And I thought about you, Ken. I was like, I bet Ken picked that one up. Oh, Did you grab I, I grabbed saw it. a cave and you thought about Ken. That's what I think about when I see caves. Um, did you I'm just down in the cave, Tom? Weird. Uh, have you tried it out yet? Uh, I haven't yet. I'm still I'm still building the other one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, this one has uh, what was specific about it? It had um, a dig site. A dig site. Yeah, it seems like it's kind of like spooky. It's like there's a little bit of spookiness to it. Like it's it's, I it's around the Mothman event. I think that there's going to be a little bit of spookiness to it. I haven't looked into it though. Yeah, I have. I haven't gloated into that yet to even see uh, what the creepiness is. I mean, every cave is creepy if you do so <clears throat> the right way. Believe hard enough. If you believe hard enough. <laughs> um, one of the other things that we didn't talk about was the new radio station uh, where they <gasps> yes. um, where they put in a bunch of the radio plays and have a, a DJ that um, pirate radio. Yeah, Pirate Radio, I'm so glad uh, years later they finally added that. The one thing for me that that's missing from Fallout 76 that I missed the most was the radio plays that we had in previous games. Um, I loved listening to them and roaming around, like the, the classic ones, the um, Silver, Silver Shroud, Shroud stories and Herbert Daring Dashwood and his... Faithful mm-hmm. old Sam, man, servant Argyle. 
Yeah, I loved all those. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it's pretty cool to see in the game, and it kind of adds. Uh, I like it when they add something on the radio because it it kind of breaks up the time. Because oftentimes you listen to the radio in the game, um, for the most part, just because you know, it feels like you're you're part of that world. You know, a lot of people do that. It's something that I I tend not. <clears throat> is, I guess I'm a an outlier in in that. Like a lot a lot of people listen to the Pit Boy radio when they play Fallout. Like this is a very normal thing. And for some reason, I just don't like I I'll hear it in locations and I'll notice it when like radios are playing in different locations, but I rarely play it on my Pip-Boy while I'm running around the world. And I go into the menus and turn the Pip-Boy up in like the audio beyond most other things and then turn other things down. I will turn the in-game music down because I don't want the like cinematic music as loud. Like I'll, I'll turn it down, especially, and sometimes I'll turn it completely off because I don't want the game to tell me that, like the music to tell me that, like a monster's coming or something, because it'll clue you into things before you notice them. Uh, I'd rather have the environment tell me that something's coming because I hear the monster footsteps and that kind of stuff. Um, but I rarely will actually run around with the Pip Boy music playing because it will distract me from the environmental sounds. I would rather like be like drawn into the environment rather than be jamming out to like count Basie, <laughs> which, which is, which is creates a different situation because when you come up on like a house, uh, you know, a house or something and there's a radio playing and you hear the music playing from the radio in the house, then you go, Oh, there's music playing up there. And then, you know, the time you spend looking around in the house, you're jamming out to the tune or I'll purposely turn on radio. If I'm in a building to listen to whatever's playing on that radio. And so it creates a different situation. Yeah, I understand. It's like, it's like I, I'll ride my bike downtown um, to go to, to go to like a bar, but sometimes I like to grab my phone and uh, play some Ozo Motley on full blast while I'm riding my bike downtown. But to me that adds, riding that his adds bike downtown. but then if I, if I play it too loud, then I won't know like the environmental cues of like maybe a car is coming and I should be careful. So like, I need to like figure out a way to get into my life settings and then turn like mess with the audio so that I can turn the maybe car volume up a little bit louder so that I can hear it over my Ozo Motley. Exactly. Uh, For me though, I think certain particularly fallout songs cement the experience in the game for me in a really tangible way that when I hear them, it puts me right back in that place. Like Johnny Johnny guitar is a great example of that. Every time I hear that song, I remember listening to that specifically and then just, you know, walking across the desert <laughs> headed to new Vegas. Yeah. Well, and it's not that I don't ever hear those songs. I just hear them less often and yeah. only when I'm around radios in the environment. Um, the other thing that happens to me is that, and I don't know if Dave, you're a musician too. If when, because the playlists, especially in earlier fallout games are so limited if you run around playing the music, you hear the the songs repeat so often because of how much playtime is in the game. Like when you've played the game for hundreds of hours, you will hear Johnny Guitar like several hundred times, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it gets to the point where you're just like, oh my God, it's the same song again. Um, whereas if you, even if you just hear it in the environment, you will still hear it several hundred times. It, but it's, yeah, it it's left- like the curse of top 40 radio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it becomes less, I don't know, it gets to a point where it's annoying, and I'd rather not have that music get to the point where it annoys me. I think that's yeah. part of it as well. The thing, the thing about it, though, is all those songs are 
pretty like earwormy in general. And so like even while I'm walking around the house, I'm gonna be like hacking, whacking, and smacking. <laughs> like I'm gonna be like Sorry. singing what? that in my head if Sorry. I go and play the games. What, um, what were you like? Hacking and whacking and smacking. Like you know, it's like under it's undertone. You're not like full on belting it out, but you kind of get the um get, mm-hmm. get like like I was never for my journey. You gotta smile while you do it too. Wait, wait what was that? What song was that one? Um, the that was Johnny Guitar. <laughs> so, I don't wanna come Johnny. Good Dave is role playing as a radio in the other room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. You've heard of podcasting, but have you heard podcasting from a different room? Can you do? Can you do a little in a more different room? Room? I, I want. I want the experience of being like in a really empty. That's like that's like a really low like a low reception radio. Yeah, yeah. That's like when the pit, when when the radio's in the other room and then you like you have the door closed and you open it a little bit and it's like oh I can hear it a little bit louder. I think can you do I don't want to set the world on fire in the middle of the bus during the trailer for Fallout Three. I don't. I, I mean, he just, it's just like clear and then it fades out. It's like, yeah, can, you know, it's can, like I don't want to set the world. That's pretty good. That's pretty. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll give that a nine out of ten. That works. Pretty, yeah. yeah there was a visual aspect for audio listeners that you missed, where I um, rolled my chair back a little bit. That was um, good. You got some natural room reverb in there, caught yeah. in. The- it was good. But then I realized that I was leaning over so much that my shirt had kind of come above my belly button. So I had to like make sure that my shirt was down when I pulled back full way. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. you, you normally don't think about the lower half of your body when you're in a video call. To be fair, I though, I thought I thought that's what you're going for, considering it's a public transit bus. And, you know, um, that, that very well could be. <laughs> you meet some interesting people on the public transit bus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, so your your flies undone. Uh, uh, ma'am, you're not wearing a shirt. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, but um, is that is your snack an entire jar of mayonnaise? Yeah, yeah, that's what we call that's what we call a marshmallow dip, my friend. <laughs> yeah, oh. you're taking a turkey sandwich and put some marshmallow dip on it, and just like lather it on up and slurp it on up like a big piece of candy. Oh boy! Oh boy! Well, I think uh, we've reached the end of the content for this show. Uh, yeah, yeah. We have reached the end of content. <laughs> if we're talking about this. You know, I, I've, got, I've got one last thing for us. Um, okay. So what do you think? Because we don't know too much. Yeah. Um, we know that I don't something may be coming in March, but we don't really know too much about what's going to be launched the first quarter to next year for 76. What do you think is coming? Well, we still had hints about alien stuff that got pushed back. Yes. So I think we're getting story content based around aliens. I think that's... Maybe not story content or maybe just environmental content. I think that's... um, I think it's going to run like an event, but it'll have lore attached to it. Okay. So do you think we're getting more story 
I think, I think we'll probably get expeditions. Um, we'll probably get the first expedition the first half of next year. Um, I think that I think though once that releases, I I think that the Austin team is going to be like, all right, we're going to like hold the torch for Fallout seventy six, but we're also going to work on Starfield to get it out by that date. I think it's all hands on deck for Bethesda next year for Starfield, but I do think that they are going to put out um, uh, the Pittsburgh like expedition. Yeah, and roll seems- in like camp pets and some of the the updates that they've been kind of putting back. And kind of like roll them into a bundle, and then you know, like how they like to market and, and put out a trailer. I think that will be um, based around that. I think yeah, expeditions will come in August. You think so? The, the sense I get is that their Bethesda's priorities are get Starfield a hundred percent buttoned up as best they can, polished for launch, but then also get as much of the talent they can on uh, prep for for uh, Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah. Like, did you guys see the game awards um, with, with beats? He did the coolest, yeah. like that funny thing, but yeah. they're, they're doing also yeah. a major, major hiring spree. Like they're looking yes. for a lot of people, which is right. exciting. So it looks like they're gearing that stuff up, but at the same time, um, it, it seems like they've got some fresh talent on 76 and I don't know. My feeling on it is that it seems like they shuffled people around. And so that's part of why we're getting a little bit of a delay in 76 content is that maybe some people had to kind of get up to speed on some things, but they still have a plan for what's coming out. Things just kind of got pushed back a little bit with COVID and shuffling some people around in some positions. So, you know, we've got expeditions, we've got some alien stuff, we've got some new events that they've been planning. The big question I have is what are they doing with story content? What are they doing with fallout worlds? Like the stuff that they've already established What's going to happen with that? Yeah. Is, is story content turning into expeditions? I think that is going to be expeditions because if you remember way the hell back when, um, Jeff Gardner had said that um, expeditions had started as just like an off map, um, just a daily to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but they wanted to make it so much more. Yeah. And then, I mean, based on the trailer that we saw, uh, the teaser for the Return to the Pit. So I think it's going to be like a little mini DLC map, kind of like you maybe get on ESO. Eventually, I would love to see us get that kind of, you know, cool new like area unlocked with like its own thing going on. And right, right. I kind of like the um, uh, they added um, like a Pirates of the Caribbean stuff to Sea of Thieves, but th- they didn't really change much of the world. They just added a few little new locations, and they were like, "Here's this mission." And it takes you to the new locations and you get to like, you kind of like portal away to, to parts of the Caribbean land um, and have like the opportunity to walk around some different areas, but it's not like a big fallout map or anything like that. It's still, yeah. um, but you're still kind of free to roam around and find stuff and, and, and get stuff and do stuff. That makes sense. I, I would say that that would be more along the lines of Maybe what they're planning. Um, they also, from some of the feedback I've seen, I think they also need to figure out what they're doing with Fallout Worlds. Um, it yeah. seems like the people, if you are making content or building like these crazy camps, like Fallout Worlds is a godsend. But if you're like a regular player kind of situation, um, it seems like the public worlds aren't that great unless you're trying to test out a build of some sort. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think. Um particularly the the public one that rotates in, and this is just based on anecdotal observation, 
Nobody I know uses it. The few times that I've gone in there, the servers are dead. Um, and that was the few, and I, I popped into a few of them, including the PvP one, just to see what was going on in there. Um, because there's no progression, and Fallout 76 has been so shifted in terms of getting us used to the end game of this being mostly progression in some form or another, um, mm-hmm. not being able to do that kind of negates the use of that. I'm hoping maybe that that was a shift to get us in the direction of maybe really custom servers um, or mods that we can actually put into custom worlds, which would be fantastic. Um, you're right. right. Like content creators that use these, there's such a small subset. I absolutely love them because I mean, we do events and stuff in them and the oh, play. Like if you're making a machinima or something, it's like perfect. Yeah. It's like they love yeah. it, but that's such a small slice of the, the fandom. Um, right. Right. They really need to figure out how to, how to, uh, reward the regular player with more progression uh, more regularly. And the events are fun, but doing the same events over and over and over again, eh. and chasing the scoreboard, eh. you know, like people doing the same things every day to chase the scoreboard, it, it kind of gets old. You know, right. people are like, oh, now I'm doing the same daily quests. I'm getting new stuff on the scoreboard, but I'm doing the same daily quests. Right. And if you look at if you look at like a big like if you look at Destiny, a big live service game, um, their seasons are um, I think they're on like season 16 or whatever. And they generally run like a particular game mode that they're like, for this season, we're going to have this new game mode and there's going to be progression tied to it. It's not new story content. It's not new. Like, um, it's just like we're going to experiment and see if we want to play like capture the flag. But everybody has rocket launchers like kind of situation like that mm-hmm. uh, yeah and and they have major releases every year year and a half where they yeah. do have a big drop of like a new zone with a new story and new upgrades for your character and and a lot of stuff you know what dave that's actually a really great idea i mean right now the custom worlds that are public are just settings so it's not like there's an event there but, I mean, if on a seasonal basis, the developers created something like a capture the flag event or like bring the old school Civil War event back or, or script something that would just be a time limited thing. But it's not so much about progression. It's just a wacky, fun thing to play. I think right. that might be kind of interesting. Yeah, you could tie it to your scoreboard and have yeah. and have like extra mm-hmm. hoot nannies for it. Yeah, it would be the time limited thing. You play it, and it's you know, and it goes away. So you kind of want to do it while you can. Yeah, love me some hoots and some nannies. And then that's a reason to do. Um, if you wanted to include the legacy modes in like a a, a um in the like full like Fallout first um like private world situation, like you could have those builds. So if you did a capture the flag that was seasonal. It's like, okay, I still want to play Capture the Flag, but I want to do it with my friends. Okay, get Fallout first, and then we have the presets for it, and you can just go play that. Even though it's it's that was in last season, if you have Fallout first, you can go in Private World and play that. It's, this is great. Let's get Todd Howard on the line. Where is he? Get him on the line. Yeah, where is where is that guy? I'm sure he's not busy with anything right now. No. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Nope. Well, now that we solved everything. Um, <laughs> what does Sarah there- have to say about this? Hmm? She's gone to bed. Okay. Oh, wow, she goes to bed so early. She does. 
She has to be put down. She's got rabies. Oh, oh, she went to bed. Oh, that's code. Oh, wow. Good. Yeah. well, that's a, that's really unfortunate. That's a, that's a really sad way to end the show. Yeah, it's like the time my parents uh, took the dog to the farm, and then I found out at the age of twenty-two that when you take a dog to the farm, that means something different. And actually, that's also them. very sad. I feel like we just bonded with Sarah. All right. Well, goodbye, Sarah. I'll shoot her up with something. I'm sure she'll be fine. Wait, you're going to bring her back? Like you're going to shoot her up? Yeah. Are you going to chemically induce a? You know what? The spirit of the season, magic of Christmas, bringing back things from the dead is necromancy. Santa is all about granting those wishes. Are you saying that Santa is chemically brought back every year in order to bring us presents, and that's why he's still around? No, no, Welcome no. to the Christmas Lorecast. My it's name like is Dave. Joining me is Ken and Tom. And today we're talking about Santa's necromancy. That would be crazy. He's made out of glitter and unicorn tears. No, no, no. He can just resurrect the dead. His elves? Are, oh, my God. You're blowing my mind. This is, this is well, a world we stepped into. On that note, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, you guys have anything you want to share before we head out? Uh, we've, uh, we've been doing this show called Starfield Lorecast, me and you, Tom. Um, and yeah. we've got another episode of that out. Uh, we went into a deep dive on trailers and we made a huge discovery, uh, that may link Fallout 76 to Starfield, uh, like they, um, sometimes oh, do. It is a very big discovery, um, that, that is big, it is big, um, <laughs> So you should go listen to that and uh, and do some do some groundwork. Like go out there and do some more discovering. Just go out there and you know I was about to say Christopher Columbus it, but that's not a that's not something you should do. He didn't really discover anything. No, he didn't. Was he? he didn't. Um, he, yeah, he, he did. Yeah. He did discover you know bringing STDs to the new world. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and, he did and discover uh, being uh, a jerk and enslaving people. Um, but anyway. Uh, yeah, we uh, check out Starfield Lorecast. It is up on Podcatchers everywhere. Also, I edited up the the video into two parts and split it up where we did the uh, the trailer that came out like six months ago. And then we did the, um, what was it called? The uh, Constellation something like Constellation, yeah. or whatever it's called. Um, we did we did two parts. Dave did one of them. I did the other. Of them. They're up on the Robots Radio YouTube channel. And I added in some of the things that we talked about visually so you can actually see them. I zoomed in on some of the images Dave was talking about. And so those are up on Robots Radio YouTube channel. Go check it out if you want to see the visual stuff as we as we described it. So lots of cool stuff there. Yeah. And I've got a I've got a secret project that Tom uh, may have talked about. That's very secret um, that is happening into January. That's when you'll see um, first see, bit of that secret. Secrets. Follow for hope. Fall off for hope is going on. Uh, seriously, for real, though, uh, after I'll put the link in the show notes in case you don't know what's going on. Um, but you should you should definitely catch some of the streams people are doing. People are doing stuff for the rest of the week. Uh, make sure to tune in to uh, the Christmas Carol. Watch, um, you know, uh, Wes Johnson yell at some kids out the window and say, hey, kids, get a job. Um, a hamburger. Yeah. Don't forget to bring a towel. Mm hmm. You got anything else going on, Ken? <laughs> nope, that's it. Once this is over on Sunday, I am vanishing from social media for a few weeks and taking a very long rest. I'll be, nice, I'll be back after the new year. 
Yeah, take I think a, that's when we'll be back with this podcast too. Is after the new year, by the way, for people that are keeping track. Uh, won't be till 2022 that we come back. Settle in for a long winter's nap. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Um, yeah, I'll have a new episode of the Fallout Lorecast up this week. Sorry if you we didn't do one last week. Or that it's, it's coming once we get the AOK from Big Big Bethesda. Um, and then, uh, oh, this this month we've been doing what ifs. We've been taking little things that would change the lore in big ways and discussing how that would affect Fallout. So tune into those episodes as well. Plus, uh, this show and every bunch of other shows are on the Robots Radio Network, robotsradio.net, and the website's getting a big facelift. So um, that's going to be fun, too. That'll be up hopefully by the end of the year. I happen to know a lot about crazy faces, so if you want to, you know, mm. call back. Crazy face, Dave! All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back in the new year. Have a wonderful holiday and give somebody a hug and a Christmas kiss under the mistletoe don't forget to get your christmas trees spayed or neutered to control the christmas tree of operation how well do you know your video game lovers have you ever wondered how your video game bays stack up against all the other delectable digital dates? I'm Genesis, the girl whose motto in life is love, laugh, tequila. And on Two Girls, One Ship, we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. And I'm Vervada, the hopeless romantic cat lady and lifelong gamer. But you should know that our podcast centers on character and romance analysis and doesn't shy away from exploring the fun of physical connection. Or from the deep emotional connections built between two characters, using specific in-game dialogue, and the overall narrative journey. So join the two girls, one ship, shipsters, and remember... Beauty is in the eye of the controller.